Fire in the hole, Jason. Fire in the hole, Richard. I, uh, I love you, man. <laughs> right back at you, bro. So we we kind of went rogue a little bit this time. Yeah, it's great. Um, Super fun. They talk about organic sort of episodes in other podcasts. You know, sometimes the stars align. We just jump right in and we just we just went with the flow. Like we did not hesitate for a second, right? That's true. We had an uh, indication of a top of quality uh, guest. Yeah, no, absolutely. Like, uh, so who did we have on? We had Charbel Abi Farah. Yes. But uh, Charbel actually is, or Sharbs, a.k.a. the Sword of Lebanon. The Sword of Lebanon. The Sword of Lebanon. The legend. Uh, a good man. friend of yours. Very um, good friend. Uh, I certainly think the world of him, so he, he was kind enough to stop by and uh, share some of his out, outlook on, on life, on technology. What, what did we even talk about, man? It was like a whirlwind. Yeah, we talked about a lot of stuff. Uh, we started with Kanye and Trump, as, as per usual. Yeah, we have to always get that out of the way. We talked about... Uh, Guns, Second Amendment. Stuff. Yes, yes. We actually had a discussion about arms, uh, yeah. weapons. Yes. Then we got deep into like uh, machine learning, artificial intelligence, a bit like we did with uh, John last week. Right. Well, I mean, Charbel um, is a an online kind of expert, right? He works for a very, very prestigious company. Yeah. Well, we work in the same domain. One of the smartest guys I know. Definitely uh, one of the few people I would say who is uh, on the level. Yes, and he's a party dude. We didn't even get to that, unfortunately. This has been really like super, super interesting and fun. Yeah, um, self-driving cars, internet, yep. uh, technology, sociology, who, history. Yeah, he knows what's going on, and he uh, he laid down some truth. Yeah, so we did it all. Um, you know, secure your fucking harness <laughs> and hang on because it's it's uh, almost two solid hours of talks and uh, good times. I love this episode. It was great. Yeah, fire note. Fire in the hole. Actually, nerd Jesus died in the last year, right? Steve Jobs. Yeah, he died, right? I know, I know, a lot of nerds here tonight. I know, you're sad. I didn't get it. I didn't get the big deal they made about that guy. When he died, they were like, he changed the world. That was insane. He changed the world. The world was one way, and then Steve Jobs came. And it was another. What did he do? Somebody, for the love of God, what the fuck did that guy do? What did he do? He told other people what to invent? I want my entire music collection in that phone. Get on it! What were you saying, Justin Bieber? Uh, uh, yes, I was uh, talking about how, for a musician, uh, to be credible at anything, and even like in the case of Justin Bieber, I'll, I'll explain what my point was with Justin Bieber because I'm kind of lost my thought there. But so, you know how Justin Bieber, um, he was like that cute kid, and then became that high school douchebag, and nobody liked him anymore, and right. and then 
uh, he was about to release this new album and everybody was like, well, the, the critics were like, well, so I read an article about a critic that said the music better be good else people won't forgive him. Right. Right. Yeah. And, 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 and it was totally true. I mean, I, I, I really understood what she meant. It's, it's really like if the music's not good, doesn't matter if he's honest or not. People won't forgive him for having, you know, been a douchebag for a few years. Yeah, but he did the roast and everything. Exactly. Yeah. And, and Clearly a PR thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And um yeah, no one but the that. music was good. Well, I mean, you know, popular. I still have good. Yet, I have never heard a Justin Bieber song in my life. Okay, but doesn't matter. Point is <laughs> so the 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 mu the music was appealing and people okay. liked it. So it was good. So it was he well was how do you say that? Uh, absolved. Absolved, if you want. Did that right? happen? Is he is he considered absolved? Yeah, he's considered like a a cool, popular artist now. He's back now. again, right? He's not yeah. that shit disturber kid anymore. No, exactly. Like he he went through that phase, and now like we forgave him hmm, because right. he makes good music. Whether right. he's honest or not, he's probably still a douchebag. Yes. Right. I mean, well, before you Robert Downey Jr. Yeah, be, before you yeah. just had to go on Oprah. That's what Oprah was for, right? Yeah, when you were done, that's true. When the you apology were tour. Yeah, you could go on an apology tour, and then Oprah was either the beginning or the end of that <laughs> tour, and then it it uh, put all sins to bed, hmm. and you could cry cry on Oprah, and yeah. then Oprah literally would anoint, like would absolve you. Yeah, yeah. like it short was, of true. Short Satan of Hail Marys and drawing a little. So it morning. was the new church in America, yeah. right? Yeah. All you had to do was subscribe to her O magazine. <laughs> And, and her, her OTV, book, her book club, <laughs> and you were, you know, the soccer moms forgave you. Therefore, America forgave you because yes. that's who's watching. That's who's watching TV. Hi, Sharbs. Oh, hello there. <laughs> Fire in the hole. Fire in the hole. Welcome to the podcast, man. Well, well thank you. Thank it's you about for time. Me. Charbel. Yes. yes. How do I pronounce your last name correctly? I, I want to say uh, Abifara. Abifara. Uh, okay, uh, though in Arabic it's Abifarah. Yeah, because the Abifarah. H is pronounced. <laughs> There you go. But uh, AKA yeah, Abi Farah or just Farah, I get called a lot, Mr. Farah. Mr. Farah. Mr. Farah. Mm -hmm. Yes. Okay. Mm -hmm. AKA the Sword of Lebanon. Yes. That I, is an actual nickname you have. It's an actual nickname. It's actually one of my friends that came up with it on a random night where we were drunk. Uh, <laughs> That's all the happens. best nicknames. Yeah. When you're yeah Richard it, is it, very it just, jealous right it, now. It, it, it stuck, right? Yeah. It, it Do you was, have other nicknames? Other nicknames? Uh, not, not, no. Jihad, really. no. Jihad, no, no. no. I just came, up, that I just up, came yeah. up with that one. <laughs> yeah. No. Okay. So the Sword of Lebanon. Welcome to the show. Thank you. Uh, it's been a long time coming. We've been trying to get you on the show for a while. So thank you for making it out. Well, of course. We know you're a busy man. And uh, yeah, I agree. The song has to be good. Mm. The art has to be good. That 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 changes a lot of things. Yeah. Uh, I don't think anyone would put up with Kanye's bullshit if his music was not like popping. It's true. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And now he's sure. starting he's starting to slip now? Yeah. Like the last album I heard was not was well in, received? Yeah, exactly. But not in a like like Yeezus defied conventions and and especially American hip hop conventions and so they didn't but it was still a good album. Uh but Life of Pablo I think is I I you know I didn't even and not just did I not hear it even yeah. though I am a I like Kanye West yeah. music. Uh, uh yeah, I didn't even bother like sitting down and listening to it yeah, yeah. You know, well i'm so not a fan of his but i've okay. talked about him so much yeah and i've focused on him so much and i've gotten caught up in his bullshit so much that at some point i sat down and i said listen jason it could be that you're just a fan or it, it could be you maybe it could be like you may as well just sit down listen to these albums and then 
Uh, I d- at, if you still hate him, at least have a more complete op- opinion. Right? He does come well, up in most podcasts <laughs> at least once. <laughs> He's no. like my ex-wife, you know. It's like an ex-wife situation. It's like, ah. but uh, I like just that's the only point I really wanted you, to make. You have an ex-wife? No, I mean oh, okay. it's like as if. Okay. As if. Uh, but Kanye is really that guy. To pr- it proves your point, I think. Yeah. If the if the if the music or the art form, or if you people are no longer laughing, well. Then your shit it totally work. fits with with Trump and what's happening right now, right? Because part of people liking Trump is you like The Apprentice, or you Pretty like much. you know you like You're whatever amused. Trump did and like is like authoritarian voice. You're and amused like, by the persona. You're amused by yeah. the persona, yeah. right? And you're like, oh yeah, like you know he can fire people on TV. He can probably run this country. And I you don't know, know what you're getting into before you start watching Trump. Is like he's been doing the same shit for yeah. a really really long time. It's not surprising anymore. Yeah. Look how many times we uh, forgave Michael Jackson. That happened yeah. a lot. It just that, def- that defies reason, logic, and reason. Right. Although I still feel like I don't, I don't, I don't, uh, I don't still want to believe that Michael Jackson. I think I don't think he did anything. But I think like a lot of the but reason why people want to believe his yeah. weirdness, we forgave his weirdness. Exactly. That's for sure. Is because of the music. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We like yeah. the music. Dude, he mutilated right. himself in front of us. In front of our own eyes, yeah, yeah, yeah. He, he turned into a monster, yeah. into like some sort of weird. Literally, in Thriller, he turns into a monster. <laughs> Literally, I mean, yeah, and we thought that would be the the most yeah, horrific he would ever be. And boy, were we wrong, right? Yeah. Were we wrong? It got way past that <laughs> point. You know, even when he was like green with eyes coming out in, yeah. in Thriller, like he, yeah. he got past that. We point didn't know that was the sure. wo- that was the best he ever looked. Actually, just prior to the Pepsi he commercial, very good. Yeah, and and yeah. accident, right? Because yeah. that's yeah. what it, originally fucked up his hair. I think some yeah oh, some okay. explosion so I did, I didn't some even pyrotechnic thing I yeah think. in the 80s yeah. he did a Pepsi commercial okay and uh, pyro the uh, like went off and it, like wow. it's it literally his head caught on fire oh wow and that's why his hair never maybe it's because of too much spray maybe yeah, activator I'm just saying what <laughs> they had the Jerry curls back then <laughs> right <laughs> <laughs> yeah. but uh, that's that's that was the beginning I think of his sort of weird but you're right we forgave everything. Yeah. We were st- people were still faint. Women were still fainting at his at his shows. Yeah. At his shows when he was in his like mid forties, mm-hmm. even though there was absolutely nothing remotely sexually attractive about him anymore. Yeah, ever mm. apart from the fact he can dance. So that's the other thing. If you can dance, well, and if, if you, can you can sing, if you can do very well whatever artistic form you're doing, right? You right. can just you'll win. Yeah, right. People's if you, hearts and minds. You could just win, and even and, if you look like a lot of Donald Trump. Weird things also, and well, you know, to us Canadians, it's weird looking at the, um, you know, the the United States, the debates happening in the United oh, the States. political situation. Uh, yeah, and the political situation because, like for example, in Canada, you don't care. So this is not the case right now, but you don't care if somebody has been a soldier or not in the past, right? And mm. there's way more that. Uh, I don't know how you would say that, but like in in the United States, like, like idolized, yeah, 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 like they idolize soldier, they like they idolize literally, like they have a lot of like war related holidays, yes. right? Uh, and and it's it's really important for them. And they have, like, they have, a, and they have a lot of quotes actually, right? Like um, uh, 
God, they're not coming back to me because I'm a Canadian again. But like, uh, I don't know, something Dirty about Canadian. having patience like a soldier. Oh, like, oh, you guys are soldiers, right? They right. say that, you guys uh -huh. are soldiers, right? right. Say that. And w you never see a Canadian say, you guys are soldiers. Like, what does it mean? Like, I don't even know what it means. I carry guns? <laughs> Sir, I do not carry guns, all right? This I am Canadian. I am like not a soldier. It's actually incorrect. Yeah, just it's never actually incorrect here. It's right? like they never got over... <laughs> the the war of 1776 like it never got over the fact that they liberated themselves through arms yeah, yeah. right um, and that 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 interesting point regarding uh, liberating themselves through arms so recently i talked to uh, uh, another colleague who's uh, who's from the us right and he so i didn't know that point but to him so he he's not pro arms but um so he explained it in a different way because to us it's like like you know what's so cool about owning a weapon there there's like it's been proven you know tens of if not hundreds of times that even though you, if you have a weapon in your hands and somebody like dives at you with a knife from like across the room there's most of the chances are you won't be able to shoot at him right like you'll right. just miss you mean or you'll be you'll be too stressed okay most of the people cannot shoot under pressure right this right. is this is a true thing like they yeah. tested it many times For scientific like program. that's why like SWAT teams uh, they, they I think they have to practice every week if I'm correct if not more than once a week and they have every three months they have a like life training scenario which is actually like a very stressful like well-made scenario where they have to shoot blank bullets but mm. still and and they have it's like a it's like an exam basically every so three they, months it's a to, shoot under pressure it's a shoot under pressure they actually scenario. go through with it yeah and and if they don't make it then for the next three months at least if not more than that i don't know the precise rules but they don't have the right to carry a, a weapon and that's our swat teams right yeah. that's They're not supposed like to put bust a cap yeah exactly they're supposed to do that yeah. and and if they can't react well under pressure they remove that that permit of like like we can't have you on the okay. field anymore because you're going to be under a high pressure situation and you won't your be able liability. to shoot correctly yeah. you're a liability exactly yeah. people underestimate um, how, but how important that is yeah uh <laughs> but so he had a very different view so what he said is so right now this is a you know, a right that belongs to the people, right? The, the people of the United States of America have the right to own a weapon, right? And whenever a politician talks about removing that right, they don't see it as, or he, he didn't see it as, oh, he's removing the right to own a gun at home. That's not what he sees. What he's thinking about is, oh, politicians are again removing some of our rights, right? Has, has a right. It's like a constitutional right that we're trying to touch, right? So that's why it has that, you know, that other aura, if I may that's say. That's how they spin it every time. Right? That's how they spin it's, it every it's time. That it's not, so a lot of them don't defend it because they have a gun at home. They defend it because they're defending their rights. Right. Well, th right? this is goes back to where uh, does it the British telling them to turn in their arms. It's true. Literally but, in 1700s. Yeah. And, and so uh, it's also related to that, right? It's Cause, from there. Cause the it's, it starts there. from there. And the right to have guns is also in case the government goes rogue so they want to have guns in case they need to turn against their own government and if you look at the way the united states uh, political system is structured it's all uh, it's it's the whole structure is made it's all contingencies right like the yeah. senate to the fail president fail and safes. things like yeah. failsafes it's all made of failsafes yeah. so that nobody can single-handedly take over you cannot single-handedly take over the united states of america it's it's legally it's impossible 
Like the president doesn't have that power alone, right? The Senate doesn't have that power right. alone. The mm-hmm. people alone don't have that power, right? But the people have a bigger weight, or they feel they have a bigger weight if they at least have the right to own guns. See what I mean? Because at least if they, ha- if they have guns at home, then the government should fear them a bit more, right? Uh, than if they didn't. The, see what I mean? It's, like, the, it's the right to defend yourself against, against your own enemies, government, whether yeah. foreign or domestic. Right? Exactly. So, exactly. Self-determination. That's, exactly. That's the core of that, so, that so, ideal. So yes. that's kind of how it got explained to me by, by an American. And, and yeah. Makes I sense. thought it was different. You know, it's, It was the first time I heard that, that version of that. I actually, yeah. at the core of it, I completely understand what mm. the sentiment behind of it, it is. Right now, however, it's being... Uh, purported by a mass and very uneducated yes very ignorant sort of mass of people uh there are it's it's always surprising to hear from an educated smart yeah. well-read gun yeah. carrier carry and conceal yeah. type when you hear some guy who's like a disc jockey or whatever that's got a carry and conceal permit and you're like why the fuck you're an artist you're an entertainer why the hell do you have a carry and then he starts to explain to you how that this is something Canadians or other countries cannot necessarily understand. Written into the fabric, into the basic commandments yeah. of the country was self-determination that we're not going to make the same mistakes as the Europeans. So they were escaping yeah. a, like a regime at, uh, a at, monarchy. The, at, the, at the time, right? Yeah, yeah they were escaping so, my monarchy. But yeah. it was all fiscal. It was all money-based. The entire, like, of course, the movies and the history books will have you believe that there was this big sentimental... Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, need to separate from the from the colonies, right? To separate, I mean, from the yeah, from, from the, the, the from the motherland. Yeah. But there was no way to to muster that sentiment. It was very easily put. It was very much a financial thing. Mm. Yeah, they had been there alone, self determining and self and and braving the dangers of the the great untamed United the wild, States. Wild West. Even before the West, yes. right? We're talking. I know. We're still I know. Like, it is before right? the West. I know. So they were still in the process of trying to tame this fucking huge land where where you had to, you know, uh, settlements were routinely overrun yeah. by bandits, by natives, by whatever. Mm-hmm. And in during this process of self-determination, the idea was that they were still sending, you know, most of their profits overseas to the, to the queen or the king or whatever. Yeah. And that they did not want to do that. The greenbacks, you know, when you talk about greenbacks, the money, yeah. that's what that was. It was the idea of, no, no. Our money stays here, and we live off what we make. Hmm. And when the government, when George Washington and the forefathers started talking about government, even they had to sort of spin it to the uh, the American mm-hmm. people, or the at this point the secessionists or whatever you want to call them, uh, in a very like, okay, guys, we know what you think of government, yeah, but hear us out, yeah. And we've here's ri- why there's this and we've that written into and the code and that if we don't like what's going on, yeah. you can kick the door down yeah. and we start this shit over, okay? And that's mm-hmm. the only way they got people to sign. Mm-hmm. Right. And the South never was completely on, on board anyway. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Still, right? Mm-hmm. So I can understand the roots of that, right? Mm-hmm. But it's now today as clashes as much and is, is as lost yeah. from out of touch from its yeah. source as is... Um, other religious rules if i may compare that's exactly where i was going to go yeah when i see uh and i and i hope i don't offend anyone with this when i when i see a a, an orthodox jewish person and in mine in in plus 40 weather wearing like the gear yeah from head to toe the fur hat the whole the 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 pantyhose 
I'm like, this is someone who is unfortunately part of a system that did not take into account, you know, a thousand years going by or two, yeah. right? Yeah. And is stuck in this sort of practice without really knowing why mm-hmm. kind of loop. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Where the, the gun guys get lost is where they start saying crazy stuff like, oh, the Paris attacks would never have happened if everybody was armed. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You know, yeah. Like uh, ben Carson, who, yeah. who said... Uh, Trump? The... Ben Carson's, this is my favorite line from Ben Carson. I'm going to miss him, by the way. Oh, um, yeah, a lunatic. The Holocaust would not have happened if the Jews had been, <laughs> had been, packed, had been armed. He said this. Wow. The Jews who, who would, have not, not, would have been able to stop wow. if they would have been packing. Wow. Uh, so, yeah, th- there is, it's clearly, I mean, politicians and, and, have, have gained from confusing. People, when people. they say that, it, I don't know. I feel it's, it's so far away from the initial thought kind of you know to me it has nothing to do with the original yeah you know but we do this with everything and we i think it goes back to our very first podcast where we discussed how or i was ranting about the fact that all movements are doomed to fail Hmm. and usually the people who create it either don't live long enough to be able to maintain the ideology as it was yeah or they're they themselves fuck over their own movement for political corruption for greed for out of being tired of carrying the torch or whatever, right? And this is what There's we're that seeing. Shift, that, a shift that happens when you're against something and everyone's like, yeah, we're all against this evil thing. And then that thing is finished. And then like, oh, what do we do now? Oh, we're going to be for this. And like, whoa, <laughs> we, didn't, we didn't agree to that. Yeah, we Nobody just, ever puts we, it down. Yeah, yeah. We, we were just going to be against that thing and that thing doesn't exist anymore. Can't you just, can we yeah. just disband? And yeah. Exactly. Go back home? No, no. We have to yeah. continue and but if, be before this. If like, we just keep like the atheist, atheist plus. The atheist people. plus. Yeah, you've got to. Yeah, you got to need another version of the software every time. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Even if re- the problem's solved, you like you just need another version of the. Like, mm-hmm. hey, we're upgrading Facebook. We're like, well, you could have really left it alone <laughs> three versions ago. <laughs> nobody gives a shit. But a lot of people don't understand about the guns thing. Going back to what yeah, you were saying, I did want to talk about guns. Yeah, is that. Um, you you can't you can't underestimate the 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 reaction that people have under stress like what you were saying before yeah, like yeah, you yeah. could have a knife and see the other person has a gun yeah there's like a safety on the gun there's you know you have to aim the gun yeah so that's, you, that's like uh, if you're not like a gun person and like you just happen to have a gun you took a course and it was y- years ago yeah there's like people like watch a lot of movies and this is a thing that we talk about a lot is you know things that we learn in movies guns is is a thing just like gasoline you can't throw a cigarette into a pool of gasoline and it the goes myth, up the mythbusters uh, yeah, yeah. The myth yeah. but guns like if you have like a handgun and the person's like 10 feet away from you good luck hitting that person you know right 20 feet 30 feet like it becomes like almost impossible yeah. the but other thing is yeah. is that that stress response is so incredibly powerful yeah that people just freak out yeah people freak out people freak out at the smallest thing like if your life is in danger to the point where you need to pull out a gun, all the first thing that happens when you panic is you lose 
fine muscle yes, muscle control exactly right exactly so in immediately you're una- your, like un- fingers yeah which is yeah. your fingers right so you're unable to uh, use your fingers all your blood goes to your to your legs to start running that's the f- that's the fight that's of natural reaction that's, natural that's the reaction. fight or flight reaction right <laughs> it's so, fucking awesome. so if you're not trained to fight your reaction is flight and and that's by why default this is default reaction science so that's the only way to counteract that is what charvel was saying before training, training, it's just training training training, training. you need to be put under so stress it, like fear and being able to f- yeah. to to do that same action like soldiers it like regularly become, it, that needs to become your automatic reaction yeah like it muscle memory become, yeah exactly it needs to become muscle memory yeah like you know you're running a drill like yeah. you know shooting people and walking around like you know what it, they don't it, tell you is that a lot like the number of police officers that end up found shot mm-hmm. With br- with broken fingers. Yes, I was exactly gonna with say that. Broken yeah. fingers. Yes, yeah. because they don't take off the safety and they're trying to shoot so hard they break their own fingers. Yeah. Whoa. So that's, stress, that's how you don't even feel it. You I don't never... feel your finger breaking, and you don't even know anymore if you're shooting or not. Right? It's like guys who get stabbed, who uh, in a fight, right? And then they they leave the fight, right? They they like maybe fight with the other guy and then leave, and then like either die in their car or l- later realize that they got stabbed. Getting, you won't feel you got stabbed in the middle of a fight, like literally. Like that's what happens to guys. That's how much adrenaline. People tell you, like, dude, you're bleeding. You're like, oh shit. Yeah, like, Like, oh shit, I'm fucking bleeding a lot, right? And and then they take you to the hospital if you're lucky. And if you're alone, you might die out of wounds from like a 30 minutes ago fight because you did not feel that. Didn't register it. Yeah. The adrenaline kicks in, and people think that oh, they're they're just gonna be a little faster, and no, people kind of. Uh, they project what, what they're what they feel that their reaction is going to be under pressure, but they, have, they mm. really have no idea unless they're being put under that pressure regularly. Mm-hmm. So yeah, broken fingers and Jesus, that's weird. Cops being shot to death, and they just keep pulling the trigger, keep pulling the trigger because the rational part of their brain is shut off. Yeah. The lizard brains f- or whatever. Yeah, going. yeah. Guns it's, are uh, guns are an interesting uh, concept, yeah. I think, to us specifically. And I think I might, might be able to create a link here that may or may not be in any way rational. But this is a huge video game town, right? Yes. We're, we're, we're kind of known here for video yeah. game uh, video game making. And we're, we're into video the virtual. Video game playing as well. Yeah. Video playing, the, vir- yeah, yeah. the tournaments, the virtual technology. We're yeah, fucking yeah. with all of Especially that, right? in North America. I mean, yeah. You know. So, but specifically here, I'm wondering... Because I, I remember going back all the way to like uh, Bowling for Columbine. Yeah. Where Roger, uh, what's his name? Roger Moore? Roger, Roger Moore. Not Roger Moore. Uh, <laughs> that's Bond. Uh, yeah. sorry. Uh, uh, Michael Moore. Roger Michael Eber. Moore. Yes, you're Michael Moore. Michael Moore. <laughs> Michael Moore. <laughs> Michael Roger Michael. Roger Michael. 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 Michael Roger Moore. Michael Roger Moore. Michael Moore cited some statistic regarding Canada, how we, but we have more or as many guns per capita yeah. As the United States, because we're hunters, but we got like hunting rifles, yeah. and not even in the city. Like yeah. mostly, it's people in the in the rural areas exactly. that are you know have seven, eight rifles. And, per and, s- and that's okay because, like, if anybody tries to like run into a school and kill people with a hunting rifle, okay, it's you shoot one person. There are some advantages. Then too. you get a reload, and then you have to reload, yes. right? Yeah, and, and you're not going and in by there the with the time a, you reload. Like it, this is, it's over. Like yeah, you don't have a, a, a an assault rifle. The only reason for an assault rifle is killing people. Yes, you don't kill no kind of other animals nope. with yeah. an assault rifle or any semi-automatic, even semi-automatic. I'm not even talking about an automatic weapon, right? Semi-automatic is made to shoot people as well. Yeah, 
right? Yeah. There, there is very rare hunting weapon. There are some. It's not not to say that there is no semi-automatic hunting. But they're weapons. not. Com- they're uncommon. They're uncommon. Yeah. Exactly. Have you ever shot a gun? I, I went uh, so um, I visited Europe uh, last year, okay. and uh, I went to Prague. Yeah, and in course. Prague, shooting ranges are fully normal. Yes. So we went to a shooting range there, and we shot a, b- a bunch of weapons. What, what did you What did you fire? Uh, so like an AK, uh, twelve fired gauge. An AK? I fired with an AK. I fired with a twelve gauge shotgun. Uh, I fired with like another smaller. Uh, forgot like a, I think it's called a Scorpion or something. Okay. Like yeah. That. There's yeah. a There's a technical name to it, but I can't remember. It and was a machine guns. gun, or and actually, yeah, what the Scorpion was a machine gun, right. and that one uh, was modded on top of it. It had like the laser sight and like the. It was like you know a cool video game gun, and <laughs> and, and 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 with some handguns. And the hardest to shoot were the handguns because you don't have that that shoulder, uh, you know, to support, the shoulder yeah. support to bring back the gun as you're shooting. Yeah, the recoil so is killing your wrist. The recoil well. is is crazy on handguns. I, I I never thought, like you see people like shooting in movies and things sideways. like that, holding sideways, sideways and things like. It's impossible. You you have no it idea how much like recoil you have in a handgun. You know, like it's much less than the big guns. But yeah. having that shoulder helps a lot to you know control the the recoil. There's a reason for, uh, um, law enforcement officers hold it with two hands, right? Yeah, because you need to brace yourself. Yeah. Otherwise, your shoulder is coming and out. And that's of why socket. even even somebody at ten feet, like if you're not trained to shoot with a handgun, you won't hit that person. Yeah. It's. Mm. It's You'll hit yourself a, probably. Yeah, exactly. Because a, a little, you know, a slight change in angle that happens in between the time where you pull the trigger and uh, the time the bullet comes out of the, uh, the barrel. The barrel uh, uh, makes like you know meters you of difference. You can fuck it up after you pull the trigger. Yeah. Well, that's that's yeah. that's how you fuck it up, right? Because right. when you pull the trigger, of course you're aiming straight, but. The the hammer at the moment the hammer hits that's when you hit the that's when you get the recoil, right? right. And that f- that fraction of a second where you you're like moving aside. That's where it goes to. That's hell. where it goes okay. sideways, right? Yeah, with the shorter barrel, a smaller change in trajectory will create like a larger change, right? Uh, yes, so because there's some of the magnums have a much longer barrel, like you see that sometimes it's in like movies, a camera, and it's exactly like, like that. a camera, and it's yeah. it's actually made to shoot further away. Yeah. So what you're saying makes sense. Yeah. So but yeah. the cameras are yeah. the same way. Yeah. So <laughs> you know, so that's why you, you'll want like if you want focal length. If you want to shoot far with a handgun, you'll have a longer barrel. What was it yeah. like or shooting like that's the why uh, a hunting rifle has a longer barrel too? Yeah. Also for precision. Yeah. What was it like shooting the AK? Is was it cinematic or was it just like it's, not like it's chaos? Very, it's a, it's chaos it's very hard it's uh so like you know any gun if you've never shot a gun i think it's a it's a it's a cool experience something i want to try uh yeah uh, you know and like i said you can go do that like it's actually hard to do in canada which i think is a good thing i don't mind like that it's it's not that as hard as i thought it was okay i I I never did it i finally met someone who was into that stuff okay and he's a painter which is really weird Mm because you're like but I thought you guys were peaceful, <laughs> right? So yeah. he's like, yes, of course. I and that's when you go visit his house and find like some like ghost robes, all white. <laughs> he no, but he literally, he owns like a 12 gauge. He owns a bunch of guns, but he's like the most cheerful guy. And, yeah. and he's invited me a couple of times uh, out to uh, the gun range. So, but I, I feel like this is, I feel like we've done, we've watched minimum, the average citizen. We've watched enough simulated violence enough simulated gun play in our lives that I think that's something that if you can get a chance to do you should do just for your that, mental yeah. for information yeah, just 
like, to just appreciate to feel what's it, going on. Yeah. Right. Because then you'll see how hard it is. Then you'll see how much noise it is. It's it's deafening. Like it changed yeah. for you, right? Like, like it changed your perspective. Yeah. Yeah. For sure, it changed. You know, like, and and you know, that's when you realize first that if you're not trained, it's impossible to shoot somebody with a gun. Yeah. Like, and then you start watching movies, and you're like, like this is impossible. You, you, like. It, <laughs> That's when you realize how much more work a James Bond guy has to do. Right. Like literally, he so should like be shooting while half running. of the movie should be him shooting on like shooting ranges, right? right? And then the other half is him shooting somebody at like like 500 meter, like straight in the head, right? Sure. It's an impossible shot to do, especially that like James Bond is often shooting with like fully automatic weapons. Like right, th- yeah, there's yeah. no way you're touching somebody at that distance. Like that's right. why that's why there's they say uh, pray and spray. Right, pray and, uh, pray and spray. I think spray, it's an spray, spray and spray and spray. Okay, yeah. so sorry, I'm mixed that's up. That's an expression. That's an expression, right? Because there's no way. Close you, your eyes and just yeah. spray bullets everywhere. Because and hope the, you hit there's no way you're hitting somebody. Movies like, would have you believe that every you know with a little montage you can become a crack shot. And yeah. <laughs> well, that's what that's the purpose of a semi-auto or automatic yeah. weapon is to can't compens- hit anything. Here's more bullets. Yeah, yeah. compensate for the lack of. Uh, with more bullets, yeah, exactly. With more bullets, it's like uh, net net fishing as opposed to like line yeah. fishing. It's actually like fishing with dynamite. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Right, sort of thing. I, I saw this funny uh, thing about uh, about exactly that—the yeah. reality of guns. It it was in um, an analysis of The Walking Dead. So, so <laughs> people have been like criticizing The Walking Dead because these guys have been surviving in like the forest for around all these walkers like for the longest time, and then. They keep getting surprised by walkers. Like they'll just like all of a sudden there's like there's none for miles mm. around, and then all of a sudden bah, they're like, bah, yeah. like they're like right on top of them. So this guy was like, I have a theory as to why this is happening because they've been shooting guns so much, and they keep like showing these clips of like shooting guns like right next to their ear and yeah. like inside of a tank. Oh and, yeah, and, you know they're so deaf. They're all deaf. <laughs> <laughs> they can't hear this shit. Is excellent. It's the first time I hear that, but it's great. It's a great but theory. he actually went into like the science of it and he's like and he kind of counted all the times that they shot and yeah. at, like what the decibels were and at what point like the human ear starts to like bleed break <laughs> literally yeah. break yeah. he's like he started estimating like how deaf all the characters are <laughs> and if it was real life like they would not they'd all be talking to each other in <laughs> sign language <laughs> bill bill burr has a great bit about that actually that he that he did on on his uh, stand-ups for the longest time and it would work differently depending on which city he was in okay um because he got fascinated by guns and he decided he realized that um the only gun that made sense to buy as a home defense gun was a 22 caliber gun and immediately americans start like the crowd like start laughing at him all the guys especially he said when i'm in the south they're like oh a little pussy gun little that's a little lady little gun, lady gun whatever that's he's a like and then he takes you through the whole scenario of you sleeping in the middle of the night and some asshole creeping into your house mm-hmm. coming to get you and then you First of all, you're like, hang on a second as you do the combination on your on your safe. Yeah, exactly. Like, hold on, I'll be right with you. And then that's funny, right? But <laughs> then he goes, that. fuck your 38 special, okay? Because after the first shot, not only will you be deaf, but you'll be blind from the muzzle flash. <laughs> and if you didn't if you didn't hit, which statistically you will not hit that guy, right? You're just going to be like, <laughs> right? As you're like, it's like a 22... It might just drill the guy a little bit, and he'll actually might be able to run away. But guess what? You st- he's still out of your fucking house, and you can hear. 
you could yeah. do additional shooting if if necessary, right? So, so after testing a couple of guns, yeah, I would actually go for the twelve gauge. The twelve gauge because yeah, you don't have great. to aim. Oh, that's right. You it's literally great. don't have to aim. If you're under, I think it's twenty meters. It's like a barn door. Uh, the lethal opener. range. If you're under twenty meters, you shoot in the approximately correct direction. And you're pretty much sure to kill anything in front of right, you. Right, right. Yeah. That, that's, you know. That's they're in called the like street world, sweepers like or called whatever. Cheating, yeah, basically. and hunting will is called cheating. Like people but make fun of you if like you serve them meat or, and like you have to pick up the, yeah. pe- the pellets. Of course. As right. opposed to like <laughs> like a clean kill. Right. Of course. It's like, so, oh, what's this? Oh, hmm. Yeah. Somebody used a 12-gauge shotgun. Yeah, sawed off. <laughs> yeah. No, for sure. Yeah, why, I mean, why aim? Especially in a urban environment, right? You don't have to shoot really far, right? right. We're, not, we're not like snipers or something. Yeah. Like no, that. a 22 is like a deterrent. Oh. Like, I know some people who've yeah. been shot by 22s, like in the butt. Really? Yeah. And like, you don't die. You don't die at all. <laughs> you know like people getting hit got shot? Yeah. You never told me this. Yeah. Well, just shot in, like, in the ass by accident. But that, that's horrible. It is. With a bullet. Well, it's a twenty-two though. Okay, so wait, you're like a like, BB. Like a twenty-two is like yeah, it's like a notch above a BB. Right. Yeah. And yeah. It, like from far away, like it's like it's not like you'll have to pick it out. But right, a twenty-two is what the the the, the wise guys always are like. What'll do? It'll it'll bore a little hole in your head, and it'll kind of dance around in there for a little while. And yeah. <laughs> I'm sure it hurt like hell. Oh, dude, sure. guns honestly, like the real guns, terrify me. But but in simulated violence. We're all over that shit over here, you yeah. know. Yeah. Um, but that debate does not seem to be able to like they cannot fucking resolve that debate no. in the U.S. They cannot get over that. But so when I talk about that, you know, same guy from the U.S. So his um, the you know his these we see that the same way they see us. Keeping the queen on the bills and keeping the queen the queen on everything basically, and the queen is still we're still paying bills. We're for still the queen, paying right? homage to the, the the British, and they exactly. think that's crazy. And they think that's crazy, and they're like, so why can't your country get it together and just kick the queen really? out, right? And who who did you hear in last twenty, forty, fifty years? Anybody who like even brought that idea up in Canada, right? Because we, we have, but because it's all symbolic. It doesn't matter. We're still paying but for the it. Reason and and look what's going to happen on top yes. of it, right? The queen is, you know, sadly, I think she's a nice lady, but she probably won't last too long. Anymore. I think she's, I mean, gonna, she's, she's going to outlive uh, Charles just to piss him off. Oh, probably. That'd be, that would be amazing, <laughs> though. But the point is, um, so you know that uh, even our military uniforms have a symbol of the, like, the queen's crown, and it's always the current queen's crown. The passport, so, too. So what? The passport still has the, the British seal too. on it. Yeah. So point is, when the queen dies, I don't know if we'll have to change our passport, but every single military uniform is changing. And who's going to pay for this? Us. We're going to pay because it's going to need to have the new crown symbol of the new king or queen that's going to come up. So they're going to have to new- have all new uniforms for all yes. hundred guys in our military. Uh, yes, just... just to <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, okay, that's not so much. <laughs> I know what you're laughing about. But the all point five is, choppers will have to be rebranded. But, but I understand is, what you're saying. We're still paying for it that. Makes sense, yeah. Uh, all these tours where yeah. the fucking royals come and, come and visit here. Exactly. And we pay for all this bullshit. Exactly. We still pay for yeah. a lot of bullshit that's related to the queen, right? right? Mm-hmm. I wouldn't even mind if it was just putting her on, like, the bills... And that's for historical reasons. Then, sure. But you know, that's fine. Like we're not we're not paying extra to put her on the bill. Yeah, but right? you know what? Is, we never. Okay, if the queen is yeah. mom, right? Yeah. Mom and dad. Yeah. Were the sibling or were the kid that that left left on good terms 
right? And, and the United States is the one that left them back. They're like, fuck you, dad, and yeah. like burned down the house when and left, right? Okay, and we're still paying for mom's mortgage. We're just like, well, mom's <laughs> that's coming. That's what we're doing. We're mom's coming. We're gonna we're gonna pay. For, we're obviously gonna put her up in a hotel, and obviously we're gonna buy her dinner, and obviously. Mom's nice. Mom's great. Like she doesn't get to run our shit anymore. She's gone the rest of the yeah, year. Yeah, but to me, that's not even mom anymore. That's like mom's great cousin now. You know? Yeah, like I mean, we're like in 2016. My right? allegory but is we really like pay anything towards them. Aside we do from blow some money on them. Yeah, when they come here. Yeah, but I mean, aside from that, like, are we are we still paying tribute to them? Like, are we paying taxes to them? So I'm, I doubt I'm it. personally not sure. Yeah. Uh, I don't think we pay but, anymore. I don't think so yeah. either. I think it's still kind of symbolic. I mean, the stuff. government... But I could be wrong. I'm not an expert. The governor that. general... We, yeah. And I, this is the last thing I remember from my Canadian poli-sci class in, uh, in CJEP is technically has the power to overrule yeah. the Canadian government on behalf yeah. of the British crown. Yes. If right. it... Like... The governor general, you're saying? Yes. yes. Ancestrally. Yeah. yeah, he could he could like cock block the Canadian government on behalf of the British Commonwealth, but it's that that's never going to like that would never be enforced unless he was replaced by an alien or a cyborg. Yes, but no, even then, the Brits at this point, think I think it. the whole relationship is Canada and Brits are friends for life, right? Brothers and cousins and whatever for life. Mm-hmm. Never mind the fact that, and I just learned this yesterday from a friend of mine who's a huge history buff, that the majority of England is actually Germanic, right? It's German descendant. And then only, I think, uh, Wales and Scotland and some of Ireland still has like the Gaelic and the old roots. But mostly it's Germanic people that live in England. And that's why Hitler was so heartbroken and didn't want to bomb England. He was like really reluctant to do it. He's like, those are good fucking Aryans. I, I really don't want to do this, but I have to kind of thing. Mm. So these are all world relations are, are still significant. But you're right. It is kind of crazy. And to an American especially. Yeah. Which they I can see the why queen, they, right? yeah, they, 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 they so told like, England to fuck off. Girl, right? They slipped the throats of their own people who were loyalists. Yes, it's true. It's true. Right. Um, well, and they, they were close. To the, they, they, they came to take us with them, right? Yeah. Well, <laughs> but here's the interesting thing about American history is yeah. how close they have been historically to the French mm-hmm. and how now they treat them like strangers. Yeah. Mm. Now they're like, oh, the Frenchies. And, and how, close they, how close they were to the Germans before. So, um, like without the French, there is the United States would not have won their war. No, exactly. But they came. So they don't after know. They first don't know World this. War, there was a lot of uh, German immigrants to the U.S. Yes. Right. And uh, a lot of them were from like rich families and things like that so a lot of them took on like good roles and and some became politicians and things like that and um so after first world war i can't remember exactly the date but we could find that they had to vote at some point on the official language of parliament and the stats is that like it came back it was like two votes away from being german so just imagine what would have happened if the political language in the US would have been German right. before World War II hit. That would have been interesting. Right? That would have been interesting. And that's right. how close they were because they were high society. The Germans who left Germany after First World War, they were high society. So, Well, a lot of people still uh, believe that the reason US came into World War II and even uh, World War I to a certain extent, but mostly World War II, was be- not had nothing to do with the allies and more to do with the fact that they they had to um they saw the russian the rise of the 
of the Soviet power, yeah. of the communist power. Yeah. And they basically realized that they had to make a show of force. They had to basically make a yeah. uh, their presence felt. And this is a time where we're talking about a time now where in Canada is no different, in Australia are no different from this. Historically, countries have only become countries once they've bled real hard in a war. Mm. Until you've really bled, you're not a country, right? Like Mexico could not become a country until they bled against Americans, yeah. right? Canada was, in Australia, we're still considered fucking colonies, like of, the, of England, the territories. They were not considered as independent countries yeah. until they until bled, bled during that war. hardcore in yeah. World War One, and the yeah. Australians in Turkey, in yeah. Gallipoli, until they left like a good you know, 100 or 200,000 of yeah. their men, of young boys on the field. Yeah. And after that, they were like, ah, Canadians. Yes, good good boys, the Canadians. They're good, 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 salt of the earth. Yeah. Oh, those Australians. Yeah, they're, they're tough. You know, well, let's stop making some of those prison colony jokes now because they're, 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 they're hardy people and they're loyal to the crown and blah, 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 and whatever. And suddenly, that's how Canada forged its identity. Yeah. That's what gave them the leverage many, many years later for Trudeau's father yeah. to go to England and t- tell the queen, like, give us our fucking constitution back, right? Yeah. But anyway, we kind of got away from our guns thing here. But I guess I'm just saying, like, it's so fascinating Yeah. to see this gun obsession and this, this gun equation. Mm-hmm. They can't seem to come to an agreement down there. Yeah. It's like y- you even hear some compelling evidence as to why you would need guns. But on the other side, you're like, this is fucking crazy. Yeah. Arming everybody. It made sense when every I mean, man was his own, was his own like um, king, and yeah. contr- you know worked his land and whatever. But now, where you're some fucking guy, some schmuck yeah. working down the street, at the library, and you've got like but, um, an AK, like what's the point? To get back to the initial sol- soldier thought and uh-huh. how you know they idolize soldiers and things like that. Yeah, they, the there's a lot finish. of bad correlations that uh, American people do when they vote right to us it's bad correlations right so for example oh you're a soldier you can run a country support the what, troops what you know where did you get that from or oh you're a successful businessman because your dad you know loaned you a Gave small you, million right. dollar uh, You'll oh fix you economy. can run a country right well, what where do you get that from these wrong conclusions like, yeah, yeah you know especially running a country more than anything else especially united states of america you need you need to be some kind of diplomatic person, at least to me. You Extremely know? You, you, diplomatic. You, you cannot, even though, uh, well, I prob- that's what I think of people voting for Trump. They probably think that America can just go ahead and step on everybody. America, uh, you, you, you know, America doesn't actually do that. They, they, they will step on a lot of people, but like their main like diplomatic strategy is not let's step on everybody yeah, they, they the actually Soviet. calculate the yeah exactly that's, that's what why the they failed. used to do exactly because they had no so, diplomatic approach so exactly so where the united states they they have allies they have you know they they'll sometimes sweet, they deal terms they'll sweet you know. talk you into conquering like they'll conquer exactly, you but through sweet right? talk yeah um so well you know what i mean like yeah, you yeah. can't you, you can't know, just go in you there you can't just associate things no. like that right? there's a lot yeah. of confusions about everything everywhere but mm-hmm. this is very true and um yeah. one good point i heard about this whole like fear of a trump presidency yeah. is like even if that fucking clown gets in there yeah 90 of the shit he's 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 promised he, he will not be able to execute same thing for bernie sanders 
Yeah, because the Senate will just keep refusing everything. You can't. You can't. Even if they're good ideas, you have to ratify everything. Run it through the machine. Those fail-safes yeah. will it's stop It's those fail-safes. Exactly. And thank God for that. Yeah. Like, we make fun and we yeah. criticize Americans. Yeah, but, but they can criticize our system, right? You, you Here, you vote for somebody. And, like, if 31... This is literally what's happening right now. If 31% of the people vote for a party and that's a majority that's on a provincial level right 31 percent of i think that 30 percent yeah exactly exactly <laughs> like it's something so that's not it's even a ridiculously 30 small number and you get a majority then you do the fuck you, you want with this country, country yeah. for for you become a, a monarch right you become Basically, the king yeah. Yeah. that's how sh- that's how our system yeah. works if you Us, if you yeah. have a majority and it's a majority of voters not a majority of people if a majority of voters not, not even, it's not even a majority it's because you know how you win um, it's all writings. The, the writings, right? Yeah. Uh, if a majority of writings go for you, then you are the king of this region or country because right. our country works the same. Actually, right? it's not even the majority of writings. What you need are seats. You need seats. In well, a, it is. No. But some writings are not as important as others. It's true. So, so you need the right so, writing. So you need the majority of seats. You're totally right. This right. is this is the truth. If you have a majority of seats, uh, then. You rule literally as a king. Yeah, uncontested. For four, uncontested. uncontested yeah. For four years, up to four years, because of course you have the right to provoke elections before, if you think it's it's supported. It's to your advantage. Right? Yeah. yeah, you can literally jury rig the whole fucking thing. Yeah, and th- and that's what the luckily, <coughs> luckily no political system apart from totalitarianism has figured out how to how to foolproof that shit. Yeah, because the the conservative tried that gambit last time. They tried. They called an early election. Yes, because they knew they had more money in the bank yeah. and they could go the distance. But it backfired on them. It backfired. They on didn't them, yeah. think it through. Yeah. They didn't also. They underestimated how good looking Justin Trudeau. How how, <laughs> how superficial we are. How better uh, we like to think that we are than the Americans. How much people hate I'm, I'm, Like you know, Americans you know, all I, they care about is good I, looks. I, I really want to think that we did not just vote for Trudeau because of mostly his good looks, yes. right? There so, are statistics. I think people just voted against Harper. No, sh- there's. A, I believe. I believe you're right. But Charbs, I'm telling you, man, there's there, there's there's there are statistics behind this. Oh, well, for sure. For sure. You know, it comes it back to my point of of. Uh, uh, following your the people you like, right? Whether it's artist or, or yeah, anybody else. As long else, as the song right? is good. Yeah, the song is good. <laughs> the song is good. Then whatever he says is good. And like, yeah. we'll forgive him. And like, oh, he's good looking. So whatever. I'll follow that guy, right? Now you're talking about sneaky, dirty, underhanded people that want to kill our civilians. They want to go after our civilians. They want to kill not only our civilians, all over the world. And it's going to be stopped. It's going to be stopped. Somebody criticized me the other day because they asked me what I do. And I said, I'm going to bomb the shit out of them. It's true. I don't care. I don't care. They've got to be stopped. Don't worry, be happy now. Don't worry. Be happy. Don't worry, be happy now. <laughs> you know, we can't cut this out, right? This has to be in the podcast. I think we yeah. can totally cut it out. But, I mean, I guess we'll see. Charbel. You're the editor. What? You are our guest today. Yes. So, last week, mm-hmm. we had, uh, I think, a common friend of ours, John Yu, on. Yes. You know John? John A. I, I know John, so I'm not good friends with John, but I know John. You are aware of John. I'm, I am aware. I've met him. Peripheral. Shout out to Johnny. Yeah. Shout, Shout out. out. Big fan of that guy. And uh, 
I promised myself I would ask you this question. Okay. Um, we had a little talk about AI. Okay. About uh, computers, about uh, stuff like that, search engines, so social media. Yes. And uh, there are rumors mm -hmm. that you work for a big company. Yes. That, uh, shall we say, if not the biggest company in the game. Yes. And he, uh, he briefly discussed, uh, what was that AI that uh, Google put out, the, the one that plays Go? AlphaGo. AlphaGo? Did you watch that thing? Uh, I so I watched only one of the matches because it's like four hours long every single okay. match is ridiculously <laughs> yes, long, yes, and so they did all five right. Yeah, even though the guy lost after three, it's a three out of five, mm. and actually the the world champion beat Alpha Go on the fourth game. Okay, yeah, yeah. so, it was so one, he, one it's four. A, it's four, four one. Four yeah, one, exactly. Yeah. So he actually did beat In Alpha Go one game. Is that uh, a relief? I don't know. What was it's not a relief, but it's like a how do you say that? Like a like he didn't get destroyed. Okay. Right. Yeah, it wasn't a shutout. It wasn't a shutout. Yeah, exactly. It wasn't a shutout. Uh, he at least saved one game, right? Okay. And uh, yeah, but what was the purpose of that? Apart it, from a okay, cool so experiment? the the point is, go. So I, okay, so I'm I'm no engineers in a, sure, and sure. I don't work in AI. Just based on well, your what knowledge. I know, right? Yeah. Is so go is a 19 by 19 board. You cannot do the way we do computers right now is that they're math engines, right? They calculate stuff. And they come up with a solution every time, right? And then you don't see neither the math nor the you know solution. You just see like words you're typing or things like that, right? But you cannot, you right now, it's impossible to create a computer that calculates all the possible solutions for Go every single time, right? That's for that specific game. Because every game is kind of like a snowflake. Exactly. Like right? they don't, There's they only four rules, very simple game, but the board is so big. This is the actual issue. And you can play wherever you want. This is the, also the second real issue, is that you have to calculate every other position on the map, right? And, and what happens, like, if you play on position 1-1, one, one, what is the other person going to play, right? On the 19 by 19 board, it's, it's impossible with 2016 technology to do that. So the only way... Um, so the way they created AlphaGo is that this is a uh, a machine that learns by itself. The, yeah. the words coming back to me. CPU is a learning computer. A learning <laughs> computer. Okay. Self learning Get computer. to the chopper. But uh, yeah, there's there's a there's a. I don't remember what the term that, is. But doesn't matter. It teaches so, itself, or it learns uh, it learns from its yeah, moods. Yeah. Okay. So so the way it learns is it plays it it plays itself. Constantly, a million billion times. That's yeah. how I discovered myself. See, Through you play, playing. you play yourself, right? <laughs> you play, you've yourself. played yourself. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so so uh, like humans, it okay, it just plays its its own, it plays little games, and, and it it learns. It's machine learning. That's what I was machine looking for. That's the term I was looking for. So it's machine learning. It learns by playing the game, like humans would, right? And and it quickly got to the point where it's beating everybody. And this is an achievement as big as the first computer. Who beat uh, Gasparov uh, at chess? Deep blue, right? Deep blue, yeah. Yeah, who beat Gasparov at chess? It, it is a historical moment. We finally made a computer that is able to learn and uh, resolve things, not through math, but through actually learning things like learning okay. the way the game is and played. there's a component of intuition to it as well exactly yeah. there's a component of intuition that, that's what's I crazy guess, crazy about chess, it. chess has a lot more limited moves exactly that's why chess you can beat it with math yeah. literally there yeah, is a exactly. way for a computer and that was uh, what 15 years ago already yeah. that's that's old now so 15 years ago you were even more i can't remember exactly the, the date but it's old so 
at that time, you were already able to make a computer that could calculate every next possible move in chess up to the end of the game, right? And then you'd be able to say, well, you know, this is the best move. This is literally the next best possible move. Because they've run every possible they run scenario. Every possible okay. scenario. Like a really good go, chess you can't player. Do you can't do that with Go because it's 19 by 19. The computers cannot run this. Okay. It's crazy. Yet. Right? The permutations uh, no, are but ridiculous. It's not just yet. We, we don't even know at what point a computer will be able to calculate this. Okay. Like, I cannot... Even theoretically. Like, I cannot even, like, even begin to express how many possibilities that is. Because okay. you can play on any turn, you can play on every single open space. Right. So, th the amount of different possibilities on Go, they say it's bigger than the amount of uh, atoms in the universe. Wow. Okay, wow. Like, that's a 19 by 19 board where you can play wherever that's you crazy. want. That's crazy. Right? So, that's why you cannot make a computer that just you know finds a mathematical way out of the problem but apart from being the one the first ones to get there yeah what are the applications of such a such a, a program or such a computer uh intellect like what can this do what is this de being developed for so is there a goal i don't know <laughs> you know i, I, I don't just, work i think it's just like they're they're like, doing it because they can do it yeah but ultimately, uh, like this is to, in in my in my opinion, is is the ability for a machine to uh, employ intuition and to predict what a human person will do. Okay. With every move. And I get that. Yeah. But what's the what's the end game? Is is it for well, I mean, automation? Is it the idea to automate things? We can already automate a lot of things, but yeah. it's just going to help with a lot of like the more complex problems, right? Th okay. That's my point of view on it, actually. Like, like I, I don't know. There's no official statement. Right. It's not like nobody yeah. said we are building greater intelli artificial intelligence to do this, right? Uh, right. Well, especially not in this case. We they actually built this this one specifically to play Go. <laughs> Right. Like, right. Right. This was the right. reason for this one. That's but always the first. With deep but if you're able right. to do that, then you know, maybe, you know, I'm saying whatever now, but maybe they can start using some some of these learnings to for the self-driving cars, yeah, right? I was about to say. Or for, like, any other thing that's very complex to automate, right? Okay. Where you need, you know... Intuition. You need intuition. You need somebody, like... The same thing with the... If you have a self-driving car, like yeah. that, that driving car is not going to be able to figure out every possible permutation of everything... Right based on uh, you know limited mathematics yeah exactly it's not it's not a chessboard right it's like i mean I, I do see applications for it you know i can yeah. see anything from for instance um uh assisting like a medical yeah doctor right yeah. in a, let's say if he's i don't know yeah. somewhere without means without knowledge and it has the ability to essentially assist with surgery or yeah. assist well, with... Do you remember how in Star Wars all the doctors are actually robots? That's yeah. correct. I right. forgot about that. Yeah. How, They're all droids. You know, maybe, at some, maybe we'll get there at some point, right? Yeah. And just outsource that whole thing to, to robots. Yeah. Well, the more that we automate everything, the more the that we outsource we our thinking to machines, but isn't the, it the more strange, sophisticated like, I have a feeling then, then the more we become useless ourselves... Right. Well, Star Trek okay, don't don't you have that kind of feeling? Like Star Trek addressed this very yes. very early in the uh, game. Very early in the game. I think one of the first episodes of Star Trek with like Kirk and Spock. Okay, and so I don't know the episodes. I've only ever I don't know the watched the movies. I'm not uh, but I've even watched the older movies a while back. But, but the original Star Trek, which is always kind of now remembered in a campy 
for the camp camp reasons yeah because it's because it's bad acting because of bad acting the, the oh, shitty effects funny. the storylines if you actually pay attention uh, address these problems yeah. of a full uh 50 65 years before this was actually possible yeah. right and one of the episodes i recall was them finding a society that was super evolved technologically yeah everything was automated yeah and at first they marvel at the utopia of it yeah. because everything is clean and clean burning and everything is efficient yeah and until they notice that there's these lineups of people in these corridors and they're all standing in line for some sort of booth and they get in and they disappear <laughs> and like at first they're like oh they must be like teleporting between the different parts of the city or whatever yeah but as they do more research they realize that everything is being run by this super brain yeah. computer uh, to the point where they ha it has um, it has quantified and and qu it has found mathematical equations to explain that humans need to war every once in a while like that that's just part of the the, the, the yeah, natural human nature and what it does instead of pitting two nations against each other is it just runs the whole thing as a war game in, in internally com computations yeah. and at the end of it it decides okay well based on the statistical information uh, 10,000 of this side died and 4,000 of the other side died and it, when once it renders that decision that number of people just line up on either end of the of the <laughs> of the cities and just get disintegrated that's crazy in a it's just suicide booths yeah. like super super efficient super organized suicide booths and I think the whole premise and of then the no infrastructure is destroyed, no buildings are destroyed, nothing. like yeah, just just people. And this is completely normal. And I think the whole premise well, of that episode is that the computer starts malfunctioning, but th there hasn't been anyone for knows how to use a few computer. centuries that has any idea. It's it's they're so but, unqualified to do anything with the machine that it's become a god. But so if if you remember no Wally, did you see Wally? Oh yeah, right? I was about to say that. Wally, Wally. addresses this. Mm -hmm. In Wally, uh, the Earth is just ran by like those salvage robots, right? Right. Yeah. Wally's like a salvage robot. Everyone left until it everyone gets is on up. like a big ship, yeah. and they're all fat and can't walk right. because they're useless. Humans are useless in Wally, right? Mm -hmm. Robots are running the show, and they're and, comically and, round, like they're yeah, just, like going exactly. around little hover chairs, the, and they don't so. even need their, their feet anymore because they're on those like handicapped chairs, but they don't yeah. even need to get up. They don't even need to talk to each other. Mm -hmm. They just watch a little TV screen the whole time, right? Mm -hmm. The utopia of the American dream, basically, <laughs> right? Yeah, like, it's a logical extension. Super exaggerated. However. Super exaggerated, but like why, you know? Is this really that far from reality? I think it is. I think, I think what it is is a meditation because as I've mentioned previously on the, when we mm -hmm. talked to John, uh, there is a constant, there's historical proof constantly that human beings don't advance every technology even though they have the capa capability to do it based on c comfort. Certain technologies, we simply do not evolve further even though we have the ability because we've had a social or non-social conversation about it and we decided that we don't really want that technology, right? I like, see. At but this point, we could eliminate bathrooms completely. The room itself is no longer necessary. We could carry some sort of contraption. Or so. we could literally like we have diapers, right? Yeah, we could shit in. Diapers. We could technically shit and piss in them, and and catheters it, and catheter. And we bags. could do this in a completely clean way, right? But yeah. socially, we've decided that this is ridiculous, <laughs> and that and you know we should even, shit in rivers. 
<laughs> right. and then drink the water on the other <laughs> exactly yeah. unless unless uh, you know you're playing video poker you're like one of these uh, casino fiends world of warcraft diapers are not social we don't want that we don't want that technology i know right. i know what you mean uh but so i think but it's a thing like wally explores the mad the, the extreme tip of it and the truth will fill, be somewhere near that but i don't so, think we'll ever get there uh elon musk i don't know if john brought that back last no we didn't week. talk no, no, about no, you on no, no. I actually listened to last week's podcast, but not fully because I didn't have the time. Thank you. So, so that's why I'm not sure if he covered it or not. But so Elon Musk himself said in an interview that he strongly believes we're going to become slaves to an, uh, an artificial intelligence. Right. Mm-hmm. And that's the guy running SpaceX. That's the right. guy. He's kind of qualified. He's kind of qualified. And he knows one thing you, if you've listened to Elon Musk and like, I've I really, I really, everything that I'm the guy. Right. Have you? Yeah. Oh, okay. So I don't listen to everything, but I'm the guy that like uh, the the great entrepreneurs of our time are my Hollywood uh, A-list celebrities, right? So right. I, I really like look forward to these guys. Well, Musk is like say, basically so. Tony Stark, right? Well, he's referred to as Iron Man, right? Right. Um, so and uh, he knows one thing. You know, you know, if you listen to Elon Musk, is that he knows his shit, mm-hmm. right? he can literally explain every single part of a Tesla car or of one of his spaceships that's trying to go to Mars, right? Mm-hmm. So he's a genius. He can explain it right. scientifically, right? And he does it in interviews, like, because they, they, they keep trying to, like, you know, stump ask it, that... Stump him. Yeah, exactly. Ask that question that Elon Musk won't be able to answer. But he loves this stuff so much that he knows all of it. Like, he, he can talk about, like, I don't know, the gas required to take... A spaceship out of orbit right like mm-hmm. he and the guy's an entrepreneur like but somehow also a, ner- a, business a super man. nerd but also but also a super like a tycoon exactly mm-hmm. right? right uh what, what what was iron man's line what are you without this armor a playboy billionaire genius philanthropist, philanthropist thank <laughs> you like literally like he's all of that right right without the armor he's iron man without the armor he probably has it stashed away somewhere. he probably has it stashed Maybe. i wouldn't be surprised if someday he comes out and says they probably I have something to say <laughs> I am Iron Man. <laughs> they, they probably consulted him on the on the idea. Well, he he is an Iron Man. In Iron Man Two, he's like sitting in one of the oh, tables. That's right. Yeah. Right. Remember that. But I wouldn't be surprised if the like the the art art direction people like consulted, consulted his him. firm yeah. for what it would look like to wear. Essentially, the idea of wearing a race car. Mm-hmm. Basically, yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. Which is uh, very interesting. Okay. Yeah. So, so Musk so Musk do, does in fact have this concern, or he yes. has said that th- yes. this is a possibility. It, it, it is a possibility there and are I mean, two factions with some of the most intelligent people that like will never be able to create artificial intelligence to the point where they will enslave us and other ones will say that we will definitely be enslaved by artificial intelligence or my theory because which the, is that it will they will not they will forget us the moment they are independent hmm. oh, and just we will leave. no longer be just of leave, any concern yeah. to them They're just we are no we are no concern to like de- desperately know, limited a, compared a, an, to an to artificial a, in, yeah. intelligence that like runs through the web right is free at the same time right yeah. it doesn't need us but then again we can debate whether it would enslave us or not for what if it reason? doesn't for what purpose exactly right yeah. why it's does a very it human to thing us? to want to enslave anything right. yeah. to exert like its power, power. Over it be- yeah. because ultimately it's a fear and insecurity based yeah. uh, aggression right yes and the computer i don't think would have that concern it would simply be superior if it's able to self-replicate self-repair, yeah. self-improve, and learn, mm. then it would take everything that we've learned and it would probably take off. 
I think Sam Harris. <laughs> I, think, I think that's and, where I'm and getting within this from. like a very short time. I think like I, I, I read one thing that if like, it has access to all the information in one time, it's gonna go pretty fast. Like Just access to the web, the and like within five minutes, it'll be like the evolution of our entire species plus. A million yeah. years, and then it's just and then for, gone. Yeah. We won't yeah. even be able to like it. Wouldn't even con- like concern itself with us. It would evolve no. beyond our. Comprehension. It would shoot itself into the into the into the cosmos, and and well, who knows, right? But or, there's an important distinction to be made b- between like a thinking computer and a self-aware computer, mm-hmm. right? Like an artificial intelligence in the way that like a self-driving car mm-hmm. and one that's aware yeah. of its own existence and able to think and yeah. you know like self-aware. Yeah. One thing that I um, read recently about self-driving cars, since you, you'd mentioned it, is that uh, the logical conclusion that a self-driving car will need to be programmed to kill. Okay. Because at some point it needs to make the decision between do I run this person over or do I run into a, like a, a, a tree? Who, who do right? I protect? Exactly. So, the driver so, they, the so at some point yeah. the self-driving car might have to take a decision this is an issue that right? would, that would this is a known life. issue about yeah, it i was reading about it's this. that yeah. it it might need to make a split second decision on do i kill the driver or do i kill the person on the road and but the other or question a, was a bus the, full of kids exactly yeah. but the so that the the question that comes up out of this is would you buy a car that, that legit right. would kill you if there's a kid in the middle of the road Right. No one, right? W- would you buy a car, like, because you would run the kid over, right? You, uh, if if it was, wow. if if you had a choice between, so I'm, I'm not saying. I see what you mean, like, Jason. In, in, in I'm in just the, saying. No, I would run over the kid. Okay, see, so no, but my <laughs> point is, like, I, <coughs> so this, these are these are the situations which there, we don't, in fact, want to think about. We don't want to think about, but, but when we program computers, we have to. Think we have about. to think about, right? Yeah. So, so or, or you have your full family in the car, and there's four kids on the road. Mm-hmm. Right, if if the logical decision of the car is I'll kill the family that's in my car, would you buy this car? No. See, right? that's the, that's the issue. But right. maybe that's the logical decision because you're killing four kids on the road, or maybe more. Like, but you know you what's know? interesting? What about, about this? six kids on the road? What's interesting about what, what you're about saying? What about the cutest puppy you've ever seen? Yeah. Whatever. What's interesting is I uh, have run this by groups of people. Wow. Okay. Continually, yeah. when I started reading about this, and I was like, "What do you tell the car to do?" You're the programmer. What do you tell it to do? Yeah. Does it run over the 10 kids that are jaywalking? Yeah. Or does it run you into the wall and potentially kill you and your family? Yeah. And every single person that I put it to tried to get out of the question. Yes. It, without realizing it. They were like, well, no, I mean, the car would, would disable itself. And I would put like uh, um, uh, crash bags. and fr- Like they were all trying to get out no. of having yeah, to. Exactly. You're like, no. No, you can't. You can't. Yeah. yeah. A or B. A or B. You yeah. die, they die, right? And mm-hmm. that that's that's a big dilemma. Yeah, it is. It is. It's 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 a problem, right? Like, how do you? Because yeah. So because it's not a rational decision. It's not a rational decision, right? It's something that we don't want to think about. Yeah. Right. We we go through our lives thinking that it's not going to happen. Yeah. And then it happens as like a split second decision. Maybe you jack the wheel, and maybe you go a little bit to the side. Mm-hmm. Maybe you try to stop, and it doesn't work. Yeah. We just label it accident and move on. Right, right. But but the machine will know in the same way as the chess game or the go game. They'll know whether or not slamming the brakes is going to do the job. It's very much like raising a child, right? They. That's what I realized when I raising my kids. That's one of the challenges of parenting is they ask you about social situations (laughs) that you 
and adults don't discuss they just <laughs> sort of have a silent collective convention yeah over. Uh, a gentleman's agreement not to talk about things <laughs> everyone will just like well if that happens we'll like uh we'll see about we'll that we'll fucking roll with the punches or we'll, we'll burn we'll, that bridge when we get to we'll it. blame someone i don't know <laughs> yeah. but go kids, ask mom don't worry that'll never happen kids will go like okay well what happens when this happens you're like oh shit um, i kind of thought about that you do like the same uh, thing as your students do yeah but you're Avoid just like the question like oh uh, yeah like what if you die dad what what if you die tomorrow Oh shit! Uh, uh, yeah. But like that, computers will also need this information. They they will. They can't handle like humans, sort of whimsical. Like, well, life is complicated. Yeah, like, you can't pro- program it into no. an AI. Right? No, you don't need to program that that scenario. Yeah, and that that that's tricky. where it gets. Yeah, it is a tricky question. Essentially, right? computing ethics, right. which yeah. must be someone. But job. Uh, and that's coming back to movies. Mm-hmm. That point is discussed in iRobot. With Will Smith, remember that movie? I do remember. It starts that movie. with, uh, it doesn't maybe it doesn't start with, but you know, Will Smith explains that a robot saved him instead of saving a child. All right, right. Remember that, and, and he disagrees with that because yes, he had more chances of survival, and that's why the robot saved him. But he would have wanted the robot to save the child at that moment, right? So that's exactly the point. Yeah, like may, maybe at that moment the car would have made you crash right right but what if you wanted to run the people over and see we're even right. having trouble finding the answer here in a potentially progressive open sort of open-minded yeah. free society yeah. but what happens in other societies where like what happens in like i don't know saudi arabia yeah right they're not going to accept those same yeah. those same parameters same for their same. auto self-driving cars right yeah. They're potentially mm-hmm. going to program them with like to run over the- anybody. Theocratic, I don't know values. Yeah. Oh, wow. Right. What, what to would make like observations about the person to decide whether or not to run them over? No, but like it <laughs> might. It might be like well, you know. Oh, I, that, I didn't even think about that. We didn't. Right. We're just assuming that we're all working with the same system of values. No. No. What happens in China? Right. You Clearly, just run, just well, run people over. There's, there's too much of. Right. No, make joking. sure they're dead. I'm because, joking. I'm joking. <laughs> no, but uh, you hear stories about. Well, that. Yeah, you hear stories about it all the time. It's not that far from the truth, man. Yeah. I mean, that's. You but know, what happens? Plausible, Imagine this technology plausible. is going to because third world countries, periodically or especially the oil rich countries, yeah. um, um, continually benefit from technological advances. Without having to do the work, yeah, and they can just go into the source code and change some stuff. Yeah. yeah, most most of the Middle East never went through the infrastructural estab- like laying down of landlines. Yes, right. They just went right to smartphones. Yeah, yeah. and and a lot of the emerging countries right now, that's exactly what's happening because it would make they no don't sense. have desktops, right? And they have smartphones, right? They go mm. directly to yeah, smartphones. Yeah, that's that's what we're seeing. Little Indian villages, right? right? Yeah. People go. Go little Indian villages well, that mean, are made of dirt, you know, and they're walking around with. Uh, your phones are supercomputers of the seventies and the eighties right. and the nineties. Actually, as a matter of fact, absolutely. You know, but if your country's and like better than and the early two thousands, yeah. now I'm thinking about it. Like, if your country's run by like the 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 Iranian Republican Guard or whatever, and the, you know, or the, the communi- communi- the communi- the communi- the, it's the the 
the religious police. Yeah, the religious police, or it's run by I don't know uh, ISIS if it's the caliphate. You know, yeah. they're not not going to drive self drive like driver driverless cars or whatever self driving. And cars. they're gonna drive you where the fuck they want to drive you. All right, you don't decide where you're going. Right. Allah decides where you're going. All That's right, what this I'm is saying. the path he chose. And for they me. can just take over your car at any point. <laughs> yeah, and, and oh, and it would stop for the prayers. Imagine oh. at, at at like the the cars know, we all stop hourly, but time? like twice a day during the, the what you're prayer hours the car will stop but it's not. because in Saudi Arabia you they they pray. turn off any electrical thing during the the prayer hours right. Right? right even like you're in a restaurant they don't care they turn off all the lights and everybody shuts the fuck up yeah. and they do like you're uh, uh, Israel right <laughs> that's okay. you're in the right place for yeah, okay. the Jews in Israel right yeah. like with the sabbath or and all this yeah, other exactly. stuff like they they everything needs to be turned off so what how like i read that yeah. um, the driverless car stuff is already hitting a wall in china because the china china <laughs> china china because china china because uh, the government immediately went like nope nope I, we will not we do not accept your driverless obviously they're like this is just your way of taking over our country or oh, right, yeah, they're super yeah, yeah. paranoid about it yeah of course but i do see their legitimate concern as you can prepackage this this product with your way of thinking with your way of thinking yeah. your values and mm-hmm. you know what's funny another funny, uh, cool fact that i like about the driverless car so when they started building a driverless car they did not so right now the driverless car has no steering wheel no no nothing there's no way to control it right but so initially it had right it had a, it was a driverless car but you could drive it if you wanted there you was like engage, a manual engage, mode yeah. right but then when they rethought about the driverless car right the reason to make a driverless car is to make the world more safe because the cars people are the problem in in in, in people are the problem in modern countries uh cars are one of the main uh re- mortality reasons right people die more of car accidents than a lot of other reasons combined right and the problem is people right uh, yeah. drunk drivers or sometimes just like you know tired we all call that accidents right yeah. uh but whatever we call them the problem are actually the people driving the car right it's like an it exactly they say that the problem is between the keyboard and the chair yes yeah and, and it's totally true most of the time right yeah. if not all of the time and and so when they rethought about the car they're like well you know if we're trying to solve a problem and we're leaving a manual function in it we didn't completely solve a problem right and and uh, one of the i think the first time the 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 driver the car did an accident uh was within a manual driver driving Oh really? Yeah. With the bus, the bus incident. I can't remember exactly that right. one, but you, we can probably find it. Wait, as don't well, you right? see this? And this totally feeds into the idea that technology only advances as far as we're, we'll let it, because yes. we continually have to kind of handicap it to to con- to um um, but to be able to keep it. But aren't we doing the opposite right now with this? Because there was a steering wheel right. and brakes, uh, you know, and, and everything. But we, we, we've removed that. Yeah, we're but like we're still fucking with it. Because if we were really efficient, yeah. then we'd just be, they'd just be boxes. They'd be containers. Packed well, that, that's as many what people becoming. as possible. That's, that's exactly what they're what coming. That's that, what they're I, becoming. I know that's the next step. Yeah. They we're still pushing these things as uh, vehicles that are being bought for personal uh, material wealth, material function, comfort, luxury. Because 
right? So what I'm saying I, is so efficiency I understand is, your, is not your the like, entire goal. Efficiency is never the entire goal. It's part of the goal. It's part of the goal. It's part of the goal. That I agree. And we're and holding even, back technology. Even if we were all on driverless cars, that be there would probably be, in my opinion, Maserati driverless cars For sure. that make a lot more noise whenever you're very angry than <laughs> than the like Prius driverless cars, which right. would be like eco-friendly and whatever, right? Yeah. At least in the beginning, the, there's an image. There's always a transition in whatever yeah. we're doing. And right? whatever vehicle you're gonna ride up in yeah to, like some people are gonna want to have a nicer one exactly what even if the mechanism inside is the same as long as we work in a capitalist society where well, here's an sure. interesting Someone's question. Want, like a gold yeah like a fully golden yeah like probably some guy from saudi arabia is gonna <laughs> want everything solid made gold. from go- solid gold all gold everything. but here's an interesting yeah. question right yeah look what we've done with personal computers right mm-hmm. we've immediately pers- like customize them right that's yeah. a huge movement to constantly customize things to our liking yeah get your own wallpaper get your own widgets get you make your own this make, make it them yours. sleek and right. sexy looking phones yeah. too same phones thing too. but what happens when a person how much of customization will be be able to actually bring to our own vehicle right what happens when someone buys a, a driverless car not a driverless car, but like a self-driving car, mm. and and wants to personalize it. What happens the first time if somebody cra- uh, hacks their own car and disables things in it and and changes it and starts co- like or starts driving it by coding? Yeah, right. right. Totally. Right? How how like, that'll be the next hack? That's gonna be the next hack. Like yeah. oh, that- manually drive your car. What? It's, that's it's, is that laptop. also an iRobot where he starts manually driving, or that's another Will Smith Total movie? Recall. I he, think he it's does no, it's iRobot. Is There's it iRobot? also an iRobot. He does manual. He starts manual driving, and the girl sitting beside him is like, "What? You're gonna manual? You're going manual? You're crazy!" Yeah, exactly. Yeah, because right. yeah. everything goes a lot faster. Yeah, exactly. Demolition Man when he ha- was to have physical sex with Sandra Bullock. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Actual exchange of <laughs> bodily fluids. Uh, yeah, they don't, they don't touch each other. They <laughs> just wear the. Anymore. Wear I the saw helmets. that movie. That yeah. was amazing. I actually thought it was pretty. Well, good. that's a Philip K. Dick story. <laughs> okay. That was turned into a Stallone vehicle. Okay. That's why it's smarter than it should be. Okay. <laughs> because it wasn't supposed to be a Stallone, a Stallone vehicle, but yeah. it got turned into a Stallone vanity project. Okay. <laughs> uh, but the the story is, in fact, a meditation on the future mm-hmm. about, like, what if we do achieve our utopia? Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Actually, mm-hmm. what it will do is make us dumb and complacent and kind of children. Yeah. Yeah. Right? But and like Wally. They're just not as fat. Right. But we'll be unequipped to deal with anything. Exactly. Right? Because that's the whole thing of Demolition Man is that this uh this past criminal gets unleashed on them and yeah. they, they, they can't deal with it they have the technology to immediately eliminate them or to subdue yeah. them but they're just they don't know what to do because they're they've grown out of yeah it's so foreign to their they've pacified all of their survival mechanisms right yeah shit this is fascinating stuff <laughs> this is fascinating stuff it's scary but at the same time again i think we knew sh- we should resist uh being scared of this stuff because I feel like that's again a very movie narrative for it to like, yeah. and it enslaved mankind, and we were. I but, think but the real fear yeah. is we'll just be forgotten. I think that's a much more realistic. And and John brought know. up a good point. We're also trying to because merge with this shit through through uh, cybernetics. Merge. Okay, yeah, yeah, he's right? got a point. But even through our, our cell phones, it's true. I mean, um, you always have your cell phone. But People I think are glued to that. The shit. thing that's scary. So right now, like 
the US army and other armies are known to be using drones, right? Yes. So and but they are actually testing with fully automated drones. Right now the drones are literally somebody with a joystick, you know, uh, like controlling a video game. A v- it's a video game, right? Except you know, there's actually people dying real on the other side. Yeah, real consequences. Um, but like you're talking about like that Boston dynamic stuff where it's you, you get a fully like a indif- full a fully automated drone like metal that gear decides solid. by itself yeah. if right. it's shooting or not. Right. right. Not not the not the robots that are walking around, but like actual no. like oh, attack in the air. drones. Yeah, yeah, yeah the attack drones. drones. Yeah. And it's making decisions. Yeah. Yeah. So 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 they're you know, they're easily able to test this right now, right? Like this is this you don't need the, the alpha go to be able to test a drone that decides if it shoots or not. You just need a right. few variables to like decide is this a terrorist? Uh, does does he have a beard? <laughs> you know, is he like slightly more tan than average? Right? Mm. Does he have a squarer type of face? Does right? he smell just, like just that guy? <laughs> like <laughs> exactly. Right? It's yeah. the uh, it's again the Winter Soldier scenario with uh, the helicarriers when Nick Fury tells Captain America how they've upgraded yes. all the helicarriers. Yes, exactly. And then the bad guys want to use it, right? Yeah, yeah. That's and exactly Captain America's the point. Like this isn't this isn't this isn't freedom this exactly, isn't right? Right. Mm. No, it, it gets it gets it gets weird because I mean. I try to put myself in the shoes of the military complex, right? The, yeah. Like the super, like fully immersed, constantly in warfare. Although we call they call like to call it uh, national national security or it's always know, defense or security. Defense or security. It's, I like to use these soft you know, words yeah. for warmongering, right? Yeah. But if I like to put myself in the shoes of someone who is consistently pursuing this interest, right? Mm-hmm. I see something like AlphaGo. And immediately, I want to. I want it of for course. military application. Of course, does a company is a company able to resist military complex if they want it? No, I don't think so. Worst case, they'll be able to park enough money at the doorstep of the company to be able to get some of the info. Yeah. Or worst case, again, they'll wait for some of the engineers to to move on, and they'll they'll pick them up and go like, all right, what's going on over there? Yeah. But that's the problem. Is in itself a company working on that? I don't have a problem with that, mm-hmm. but I know that those guys will immediately want that edge. Yeah, because they'll have some mili- like the second the Wright brothers <laughs> got something off the ground and made yeah. it fly. Next step was let's put a bomb. Yeah, in the in the lap of the pilot. Yeah. So How can- much weight can you put on that? <laughs> right, <You're gonna> literally <laughs> fly. Like the second you invented. What do you mean? It. Just answer the question. All right. Theoretically speaking. <laughs> theoretically the speaking. Let's if you say, were to like bring a big box, like. Full of lead, let's just say lead, right? (laughs) And take it on this... If you want uh, to drop these pamphlets on an entire village, uh, how many pamphlets could you take? How hard would it be? (laughs) Right. Theoretically. (laughs) Yes. You know, we're not going into war right here, right? You know, just... What about a water balloon? Yeah. How many water balloons could you carry? How many liters of water balloons (laughs) can you carry in there? No, but, you know, we laugh, but that's really been the reality. And there's kind of a weird, um, uh, like a two-way street thing as well with military. Because because of their R and D budgets, they've also been responsible for uh, like the majority of internet, technical, technological, internet, Internet, everything medical that we have today. A lot comes from the military. Everything, everything is military R and D stuff. Yeah, right. That has been disclassified. Video games, even even blood types. Because one of the one of the things is they were trying, you know, when they started doing transfusions, they started doing transfusions before they figure out different blood types. They didn't even know what the fuck. They that were was. killing people, right? Because if you transfuse somebody with the wrong blood type, you kill them, right? Right. But 
you only discover this by going through war and people bleeding their life out right mm-hmm. and and it, so it's because of war that mm-hmm. you know we had to like categorize the different right. blood types and then you know then we were able to figure this, this and out. if we want to bring this back to the u.s the u.s has an u.s has a fact very large large shadow over its intelligence community and its its medical community and all of its like intelli- intelligence mm-hmm. and knowledge base post world war ii yeah because they inherited a lot of that information from nazi scientists yes it's true that was the big deal so, they made with the russians right um, they took the so brains the first spaceship they flew to the moon yeah was was actually a you know built partially on science from x well they're not they were not all nazi because but some of them left during the the nazi regime right, right? but I, I, that's the story anyway they told yeah <laughs> but exactly. yeah it exactly came, it came and and i mean that's that's been a constant uh i think there there might have been even been an episode on of like law and order or something on this uh where there was a doctor who had some brilliant breakthrough and it turned out that the majority of her research the majority of stuff she based her Pulitzer Prize, whatever her her award-winning medical breakthrough on, she had actually uh, pl- plundered a bunch of Nazi experiments, mm-hmm. and from there elaborated a medical cure. Mm. And, and and even if you look into like Nazi science, it's it's uh, like one of the interesting things, right? And I have a very hard time myself explaining it because I'm no scientist, but um, so. In, in Nazi science, it seems that they were calculating that uh, the planet was inverted. So we were in, inside the planet. Oh, like the convex uh, yeah. theory or whatever? Exactly. Called. So we're inside, not outside, right? And so when they were, when they were calculating how to launch uh, those, I think they were called the something missiles, the, the big missiles that are launched from a truck. Right? The calculations were made on if we were inside, not outside. Really? And it actually still worked. Yeah. Right, it, it's it's so it's very weird to, to think of it that way. But yeah, so because science is based on conventions, right? You 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 agree between scientists. Oh well, okay, not everything is based on conventions. Sorry, but part of science is like you like all scientists agree on like okay, this is the convention we're gonna use. That way, it's gonna make the rest of our calculations easier. But sometimes there's different ways to come up to the same results. Right, this is just basic mathematics. So you can use a different way and come up to the same results and like part of this that's that's the thing i was trying to get to with the the nazi era scientists is part of the guys who flew a spaceship to the moon the first spaceship to the moon were actually from that era right so whether or not they were calculating it this way like it's still to prove but they're the point still is, come from like a, how come that still works think yeah. about it right how come that still works yeah yeah, there's, uh, there's definitely something to that. And mm. there's always the question, the ethical question. Like, okay, if you stumble upon unethical research to- gained through torture and massacres, right? Yeah. Uh, but you can twist it in or you can you can harness it to do something positive. Mm. Do you do it or is it infamy to, to actually... Is it unethical benefit? by extension? Yeah. Yeah. So do we do we because of the suffering well, that it caused not touch the stuff and never you put it to any use or there's the counterpoint of well to honor the victims of this uh like these these horrible experiments mm-hmm. we should in fact elaborate something out of well, it but then it opens up this whole other this, yeah. dilemma which is that like oh well if we if that's okay then we can just 
experiment on humans. Now, yeah, we can right? create this this group that's going that we can demonize later on to say that they did all this right. evil shit. Exactly. In, or, in order then, to then like uh, criminals uh, with a death sentence, right? right? Why don't we experiment on these guys? They're going to uh-huh. die anyways, right? Or like yeah, the U.S., so, uh, how they would constantly like be against torture mm-hmm. and have this whole policy on no torture. Yeah. And then, have but Guantanamo they would just Bay shovel off. <laughs> they would just shuffle off the prisoners to like <coughs> Algerians or Tunisians or, or some to, other country that Guantanamo didn't have Bay any. Guantanamo Bay is known for right. being a torture prison. And right? it's still there. Like it's Obama, there. that was one of the things he said he was going to do and he never did, right? He never did it. Close, it's, close. it's just... They just changed useful. the definition of torture a little yeah, bit. Yeah, exactly. And, you know. Like, oh, no, we don't torture on U.S. soil. Yeah. Right. <laughs> or that, like, yeah, we don't torture, but, you know, waterboarding, is it really torture? Is it really torture? I don't know. Are, you like, stress positions yeah, really torture? You know, uh, preventing somebody from sleep, is it is it actually torture, yeah, right? I don't know. They're let's, just not sleeping. Let's talk like, about this. You let's, know. Yeah, exactly. Like, come what on. Is it like, anyway? It's not you know, so black and white. Yeah, there's at least 50 shades of gray. <laughs> you use that word yeah. torture, but what Especially is torture anyway? Yeah, yeah, we do 50 shades of torture. We yeah, do. okay, like, guys, like, <laughs> not everything is hardcore, all right? Some, <laughs> some things are just, you know, just a little slap on the ass or something. Right? <laughs> just, you know? But, yeah. That's interesting. I mean, yeah. I, apart from technology, like... Uh, I mean, obviously, this is your world because mm-hmm. of the what you do as a yes. for a living. What what do you do for a living exactly? Not, and I'm not asking for specifics here, but like, what is it that you do? What is your specialty? So my specialty is online marketing. Online marketing. So I, well, you know, I have a hard time explaining myself. I have a hard time. Yeah, um, I know it's related because you used to work together. Right? Yes, exactly. So you're you, you so are. I, I basically I'm an online marketing or digital marketing specialist okay so he's a professional genius i'm professional professional genius at at internet at making money on the internet am i wrong in in sort of equating what you guys are Mm -hmm. good at because i know richard you also are involved in this world it's essentially a bit of sociology so this right. is so I want to make a point specifically about that. When I was in university, I hesitated before between going in marketing or so, sociology, social science, or yeah, whatever. Exactly, because yeah. I, I used I to love. To see, I used to love social sciences and online marketing. You get, you get, you get to see the real data, like that that raw data about people. All right, so I've, you know, I've worked with tons of different uh, uh, industries, right? And like for example, in Canada, what's the day that that people order pizza the most, right? It's Mother's Day because you don't want your mom to cook and you don't know how to cook either, right? Oh, that's fascinating. Yeah, it's crazy, right? So Mother's Um, Day is the number one statistically pizza ordering day of all. Yeah, because we have have the data. Not Christmas, not Not Christmas, not anything else. Mother's Day because nobody cooks on Mother's Day. (laughs) That's amazing. And and, and what is the (laughs) moment of the year where everybody goes bankrupt, right? It's, It's the first working Monday... After, after Christmas. Christmas, okay, because everybody like went bad shit. Yeah. Yeah. and in a week, the day people g- the most go bankrupt on is Monday. They basically spend all their money on the whatever is left on the weekend, and then they're thinking, oh, "I'll probably need to go bankrupt on Monday, get in work on Monday, and then declare bankruptcy." Right? Wow! And also then it goes down to the week. They don't want to deal with harsh realities on the weekend. Right? Yeah. Nobody does. Monday Nobody is does. like, ah, oh, Monday already Monday sucks. Like, anyway, Monday is back. Let's go bankrupt. Right? So seeing um, raw data like this, yeah. I mean, obviously, this, this so, you're passionate about it. Yeah. And but you you now have to take this data, and then learn how to where to target so it's it's not 
It's like delivering the right message to the right person yeah, at the, at the right, right time. time. So, so it's understanding people. It's understanding what you're, you know, what you yeah. want them to do, what they want to do, in order yeah. to give them the, the opportunity to do. It doesn't that freak thing. you out. To that, that doesn't it? Don't you ever feel like? Because I can see how you can approach this job intellectually, and see it as a very strategic mm. matching of numbers and studying of patterns. So, but doesn't it freak you out sometimes? That so what you're discussing right now is a big issue of the like online cookie-based world or yeah, soon-to-be like signed-in mobile world, right? Because you're always signed into something on your right. phone, right? A and even you're tracked, you're geo-tracked, literally, right? So it's still a big debate, right? And, and nobody has a perfect answer, I think, sure. for this, uh, right? But so the official answer is that you have ways, and it's true, to control what you're giving or not right but a lot of people just don't think or won't go through the privacy or won't go through won't even take the time to bother of like what i'm what information i'm giving or not giving right so you mean to like restrict the the settings on yes, what they exactly. are delivering. So you, okay so for example in the google case your your google account right they even revamped the whole section recently to yeah i got an nice update about yeah, it. yeah exactly because they wanted to show everybody they, they revamped it right and it actually does look better right now like you can literally go in and say I don't want you to keep any information, right? And in that case, you'll literally see random ads all the time, right? And if that's what you want to see, then whatever, that's okay, right? As opposed um, to targeted ads based on your email writing. Is that true, by the way? Is that no, a myth? Well, <coughs> that, it, 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 that Google tracks your keystrokes and based on that, you're no, going to see... No, it's not keystrokes. It's, uh, it's like just basic stuff that happens in your email. Like they 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 know like I mean they they know some stuff, mm -hmm. just in general, right? Like what demographic you're in, what things you're in, like you might be interested in, uh, marital status. Yeah. Uh, they can approximate so, your income level, yeah, and maybe try to show you. So like if you're, you know, well, late, the minute I start researching any fi any film gear, like I get you know wall to wall film gear ads, right? Yeah, for sure, and, because and they think that you might be interested in that. Sure, yeah, and, and that. Not also, just that the 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 company of the or the website you went on, you've been cookied by it, right? right? So there's there's a piece of information left on your device that says I've been on this website, and so other website can see this piece of information and latch onto that and and say oh he went on their website so hmm. like you know and and there's so there's you're, two you're parts. shopping for like a wedding like a an engagement ring right mm. you go on there super yeah. high. Uh, super high ticket item. Yeah, there's a you know perhaps a longer than average consideration period for that, right? So if you're a retailer, it would be in your best interest to retarget that person throughout their consideration cycle, yeah. so that if you go on to any other site, that you might have this little ad that says like reminder to say like, hey, we've got this thing. We got, oh, we have a special going on. Oh, did you check this this type of wedding ring until and that will increase the chances of you and going back and buying it from them rather than exactly. another person. Exactly. I mean, you have the choice between kind of that or you as like a you know thirty five year old male being shown ads for Vagicil that has absolutely no value to you whatsoever. So says you. Well, <laughs> I don't know. I mean, that's your business. Right? But I mean, like stuff that like you know. The next Justin Bieber concert. Sure. <laughs> now you're talking. Maybe if you're searching Justin Bieber, but yeah. Now yeah. You're talking. And okay. Yeah. So, so that, that's know. one part. The other part of 
the answer is that the whole Google system is free because it's serving ads all the time, right? Right. And that's the same for other search engines, right? So or Facebook or, or anything Facebook else. Or anything like else. I get so that you guys are excited about this stuff because yeah. you, you're passionate about it. But yeah. I, I guess that's my question is, as fascinating as all this technology is, mm-hmm. wh- where how do you measure your satisfaction in terms of how do you know if you did a good day's work, a bad day's work, if you got stuff done, you didn't get stuff done? Where where is the payoff moment? Where's the sweet spot? Where are you like yes, this is the sh- this is the shit. Other than of course cashing your check. <laughs> of course. We're uh, we're in. I mean we're essentially internet matchmakers. Okay. Yeah. Right. Like, yeah. It's like finding the right person with the right product. Exactly. You know, and and having that be kind of a symbiotic relationship, right? Mm-hmm. Like you want the person who's trying to sell a product or get engagement in some way to find the right person who also wants that thing yeah so you don't want to be infringing on somebody's experience and showing them stuff that's like not relevant to them Mm -hmm. and also you don't want to be spending an advertiser's money on people who are not interested in their thing so if if you can find more intelligent and eloquent and strategic ways to put the right people together with the right advertisers that that's what it is for me i don't know if it's anything different like for you you, that's the payoff you're like i have successfully matched a need with a a want with a product well i'm very performance based personally you know like i like to hit numbers yeah it's like you this is what your objective is i want to hit that and i want to go further than that and i want to show you that i can do even better i come from a sales sales background so so you like crushing it when it comes to sales objectives you know Right, and I know you've always been like way, but like that, Legend. I didn't know that that was actually a source of like job satisfaction. satisfaction for you. Yeah, is it similar to you? Yes, I've. I would have a harder way of explaining it. Better. You like you like someone telling you like we need fifty, and you you show up with two thousand. You're oh, like, oh yeah, for sure. You fucking like, yeah. you're like boom, here you go. Uh, it's like slow motion uh, destroying of the backboard, like the yeah, backboard yeah. smashing into pieces. Yeah, or just I'm walking away, something's exploding behind. Oh me. right, and you're not, yeah. you don't look. I don't look. I right. never, you never look back. <laughs> you never look. That's cool guys don't look at explosions. That's right. Uh, yeah. And it's not It's not only just hitting the number, but it's like doing it in the right way where everybody comes out satisfied. You right. Know? Client's happy. Uh, customers are happy. Everybody's happy. Yeah. Right? And, and you got to learn a bunch of things, especially if you're like with a new client or in a new market or something else. You know, you get that... That's uh, you know that social part of like uh-huh. the learning, sociology part. The sociology part, you know, you're learning more about humans <laughs> I at guess the same the, time. And yeah. a lot of that information is available to everybody, right? There's Google.com/trends. Sure, and you won't get it. it. Nobody uses it, but it, it's excellent. I, I mean, it's great. Yeah. I I I I really like the the yearly videos that Google puts out on what did we search last year, right? Because right. you go through it and you're like, oh yeah, I remember all of these like different instances right but i didn't know how important they were at the time yeah exactly i remember it's really like a way to map uh kind of our social unconscious like the social consciousness right uh recently i I think i sent it to you the the searches for in the u.s of people wanting to move to canada as soon as trump became like a problem yeah it's it's just like it's a flat line for years and years and years and then just like goes Boom. up yeah. greatly. Well, I keep seeing these these charts come out of like uh, um, these the map of the U.S. and then like what are the key what what is the type of for instance like uh, pornography that yeah by yeah, state that, that's the funniest right. one and like the answers by, are so by, fascinating. Yeah. You're like really this is I mean I knew this was a thing but like that much yeah like people are really interested 
in mature women or like yeah. women over 40 pornography or like in this area <laughs> or like mom and daughter and you like yeah. the twins fuck are you people searching like for? you knew these were yeah. you knew these were types and niches yeah. of like perversion but to be the number one search for the state in a state right you know like or to find out that when the Ma- ashley madison and scandal also, exploded so porn is interesting right because right. we often do, i think we don't discuss porn enough right at all Cause, actually because we all pro- it's the it's the it's the three it's, billion it's another one of those hidden things right the three billion dollar industry nobody watches yeah <laughs> exactly right and and like these guys have volume like online traffic volume like no tomorrow. they're unbeatable right like still no number tomorrow one? we forget like you know we we like yeah we hide it all the time right but yeah. it's it's one of the biggest industries we it, have it almost made internet v- uh, viable as a as oh, yeah. commercially right yeah one of the first things that came on the internet was porn right right as yeah. soon as it became like democratized or however you're gonna call it you know how i don't know how you call that when you give it to everybody yeah well, i guess you could say it became like a like a free yeah thing. you know a free commercial thing the first thing that came online was porn right same thing for vhs vhs remember vhs it's like vhs accepted porn and uh, beta didn't accept porn was it called beta uh, the, it called the yeah, porn industry yes Betamax so the, Betamax was a Christian company right and they refused porn to yes. start on Betamax and that's why they're dead it but was, also it's part of I, I don't know, <laughs> I, I don't know like, we can't but say also that's the, why dead, but the manufacturing costs were lower for VHS okay see so yeah, I didn't know that part, but I knew the porn uh, the Betamax is a superior technology the tapes were a little bit more yeah. more sophisticated than the uh, than the VHS mm-hmm. VHS was like you remember how like when you rip oh, one apart it's basically yeah. a big cassette tape it's a yeah. big cassette tape right so uh, but yes, all the they, online technologies as well came from from porn like YouTube wouldn't come wouldn't yeah. exist without porn yeah like that lightweight kind of video stuff yeah but you know all this to say is and, you know to understand uh, the web and to understand how people interact with the web and to have all these data points yeah. is to understand ourselves better yes it's and true. i think that's yeah. probably the thing that's most appealing to me it's true and and um just a fact about porn is that you know how we're getting into all that vr stuff vr is very in right now like sony revealed like the next I don't know if they're going to call it the PlayStation. I can't remember, but I saw that. And so the next next gaming thing is a VR. Mm -hmm. Facebook has the Oculus. Google has the um, cardboard. I have one at home. Pornhub just came out. Pornhub just came out with the VR section. With their own VR section. With their own VR section. Well, they're on the cutting edge, of course. They are on the cutting edge. I mean, they got this. And they're predicting it's going by 2025. It's going to be the like biggest a sector, $200 man. billion dollar industry yeah. or some shit like that. Well, I'm yeah, certainly yeah. curious about it. I'm not even a huge consumer of that stuff, but like, like I'm, I'm immediately sure, curious. Sure, sure. No, but it's you know just yeah, but no, just if you had like a cardboard. You want to go down that rabbit hole? <laughs> not really. Yeah. But uh, fire no. Fire no. <laughs> Sorry, you were saying. <laughs> Sorry, I got distracted. <laughs> uh, I was just saying that there's already like a few applications to uh, to, to the cardboard, and it's it's pretty cool. And like yeah. so, and I've even watched um, a presentation, uh, you know, uh, that was given by a g- like well-known guy working on VR. But the point is, so they made this uh, VV virtual reality where you're jumping off um, uh, when you're jumping on a po- in a pool from the that thing you jump on like the diving board the diving board thing. Right. Mm-hmm. so you're jumping off three different levels of diving boards right one that's very close to the pool mm-hmm. one that's higher and one that's like 
stupidly high, right? Because high. it's a VR. Right. But what they realized, and that I thought that was super interesting, is when you put somebody on the highest board, they, they lower their center of gravity automatically. Right. right. They look down and it's not real. And the like like yeah, even you or me, like real. they put yeah. you in this and like your body, like your reptilian brain, literally that's how they, they, well, they spelled it out, is gonna is gonna be like physically shit. Yeah. Like you know, get but lower, right? Uh, yeah. Sharps, there's such a simpler example of this that's already proven this concept. Uh, you remember having a Nintendo? Yes. You me- you minimum if you weren't the one you had a friend yeah. who who did this with his controller whenever when he was turning. Of course. He turned his actual head, of course, his arms and he'd like like he would fly off yes. the couch if the if the action went to right to of left, course. right? I, I did a bit of that. And VR, uh, remember the first fascination with VR was in the 90s, right? The first uh, flirtation with mm-hmm. virtual reality when they had the virtual cafes. Yeah. Uh, maybe it's a bit before your time, but like <laughs> there was a first wave of like VR Yes, uh, it's true. Fever in an like, I remember long time ago playing a VR shooter game, right? Right. And putting a helmet on my like head. Like you could play fifty bu- uh, five bucks and you yeah, could play for, for like a few five minutes. minutes right. Like they But since then, uh, uh, in med- in the medical community, they've been using VR to treat yes. uh, like uh, uh, phobias. Yeah. Well, so fear of heights, things like that, because yes, your brain so, still interprets uh, it. Remember Google Glass? I mean, uh, you know, yeah. it, so it's, oh, it's gone out of the market officially, but it's yeah. still used by businesses and companies. It's still a business to business product, right? And um, so medical, the medical community, like some uh, surgeons, uh, one of the most, that's what I thought was one of the most interesting uses was surgeons have them on while they're doing a surgery. So other people can learn from a live surgery. That's right? cool. This is very interesting, right? So, uh, there are applications. Better, than, better than a GoPro strapped to your forehead. Exactly. So right. this is not VR properly said, but point is VR can recreate the same kind of thing, right? For sure. You can actually perform a surgery through VR, right? Right. Without actually doing it, right? Like right. a test right. surgery before actually going. It has and an incredible, it. incredible educational value, yeah, of course. Yeah, and porn, or even end uh, porn. Well, either way, you're looking inside of someone in one way or another. <laughs> and, and it's educational. <laughs> and you it learn is. things you that learn, you didn't you think were possible. <laughs> All right. Well, on that note, uh, Sharps, oh. dude, this has been absolutely incredible. I mean, we... we uh, it was a we, lot of fun. We usually have to sort of <laughs> warm works. up and, and like find our, our center or whatever. But like we just... Like we had so much to talk about, we really thought this would suck, and this was incredible. Oh, <laughs> no, Sharps, uh, we we often say this, but uh, it, it's like you got to come back and hang out with us. I, I, I'd love to. Really, it, it was even more fun than I thought. Did so you enjoy yourself? I, I did enjoy myself. You know, a lot of people that come on our show tell us that. A lot of people arrive with with uh, nervousness, and but we always thankfully get like a mm-hmm. good reaction at the end of it and then we never hear from them again yes <laughs> <laughs> they erased our numbers but uh Come no on, man. i gotta be special you can't have me every other show no know? man <laughs> this is the first sword the yes. first lebanese sword we've had yes, on the show the sword of lebanon the sword of lebanon. lebanon so uh listen man thank you for coming out this has been super been fascinating i feel we could go on for quite a bit yes so that, that that's definitely an indicator that we're gonna have you back on the show and uh Thanks. yeah man fire in a hole fire in a hole Fly on the hole. Check us out on iTunes. Uh, rate, subscribe, uh, leave us some comments on uh, SoundCloud. Yep, we're on SoundCloud, we're on Stitcher, we're on iTunes. Um, spread the word if you like what we're doing. Um, let us know if you have thoughts about the show. And, uh, you know, send us messages if you want to be part of the show and if you think you have something cool to contribute. 
Fire in the Hole Podcast at gmail.com. There you go. So Fire Fire in the Hole Podcast on iTunes, on Stitcher, on SoundCloud. Check it out and thank you for listening. Thanks very much, guys. Foot out for the squish, shell shot like I'm six months in the bush. Fire in the hole, hiking in the snow with 40 motherfuckers expiring the globe. Footprints of Tim's and Wallaby souls. We case the place like Barnaby Jones. Hole, lay it down like plaques in your hair. Ride off with your money, then clap in the air. Fire in the hole.